What about porn studies? I'm Patrick Catus. Welcome to my web project about this new and vibrant academic field. Find more information on porn-studies.com, video interviews with experts from the field, book recommendations, and a porn guide on history and genre. This is my introduction to the podcast. So how to begin this? My name is Patrick Catus, and this is an intro to my little interview series on porn studies. The world of porn studies is a rather small family, but a close one. So I thought I'm going to show you some of the faces of the family album. For this, I've been interviewing Linda Williams, who is the pioneer of the field, John Mercer, Clarissa Smith and Fiona Atwood. The later two are the founders of the Porn Studies Journal. I asked them about how we could define porn studies and the object of the study and why it's so important to study porn. And we talked about their personal approach, what made them take the difficult road as it's still considered something filthy, not worthy of study. So we're also talking about the recognition of the field, so to say. Most people believe that they know what porn is once they see it, but there's really much more to it, and to find a clear definition isn't always that easy. There's a lot of misconceptions around about porn. Most people think it's just some dirty old bastard sexually abusing women, and there, of course there's drugs and the mafia involved. That's the worst cliches. But even from less militant perspective, perspectives, it's mostly seen as quite monolithic, very rigid beauty standards and views on desire, when in fact it's as diverse as people and their desires themselves. So people mostly think that porn is very brutal and violent and degrading and always goes for the faster, the harder, the weirder, while there are so many examples of more elaborate porn, even ethical porn, that came up in the last decades. Porn is thought to be very racist and sexist, while it's true for some parts, there's also very interesting examples showing otherwise, not to mention that there is such as feminist porn, queer porn, artistic approaches to it. And last but not least, uh, people think porn is harmful to yourself when you watch it. So while these assumptions never clar clarify which kind of pornography exactly they're talking about, because there's many different kinds, too many to throw in one pot, for what we know since the 70s, by the way, there's no direct effect measure, measurable whatsoever. Like no one listening to Manson is gonna, automatically going to do a school shooting or something. But still politicians use it to support their agenda. Um, well, but there's a huge difference between porn over time, between gonzo, art house, feminist porn. There's a whole world to discover beyond that. Uh, many interesting perspectives on pornography, much more than, oh, could somebody think of the children? And of course, there's much, so much material around and so many people watching it that it's worth taking a closer look at it also from a scientific perspective. So I asked some of the most important people in the field about these things, about their specific interest, what led them into the field to begin with, which also brings in kind of a personal approach. So, what do you need to know about me? First of all, sorry for my English, but I'm Austrian, so I can assure you that my German is even worse. 
What might be notable about me is that I do both. I work in pornographic productions and I do research in the field of porn studies. That's my unique selling proposition, let's call it that way. I hardly met anyone who combines both. So both sides, the producers and the analysts can likewise disagree with me. How come I'm doing this? I was studying gender studies and film studies and I was involved in political activism and in feminist groups. And then one day I stumbled upon feminist porn and it just blew my mind. You know, the people doing it had a very different definition about what porn is, about what it could be, what they could do with it. Very different than the general opinion, what everybody assumes to know about porn, but also very different than all the feminists I had heard um, up to that time, which were mostly from the anti-porn side in the German-speaking area. Other sites uh, from other feminist groups have hardly ever been heard back then. So I found this whole perspective so intriguing that I concentrated most of my studies around the topic of pornography, sexuality, feminist film studies. Then I also wrote my thesis on feminist pornography. Um, I thought, then I thought I'd like to see what it's all about in practice and get some deeper insights, more than books or a screen could just give me. So I wanted to get into the industry and see what it's really like. I had the honor to be at Loost Films for one production with Erika Luce and Pablo Dobna in Barcelona, where I learned a lot. It's more of a glossy fan porn approach, and now it became clearly the leader uh, in this niche of the industry. Then I wrote a book about perspectives of feminist pornography, which is called Feminismus Fikt. Um, it's German, and unfortunately there's no translation out there yet. I'll work on it as soon as, as, soon as I get some money together. And after that, I felt like I should do some more practical work again, you know, after just being writing again for some years. And then I met Adriane Simonian in Vienna, who was a successful opera singer. She was very fed up with the conservative world of the opera and bored with how porn looked like. And she started to experiment with depictions of sexuality. We got to know each other, we clicked, and now we're producing at Artus Vienna. That's how we call our project. Um, we produce in Vienna, sometimes in Berlin, not really on a regular basis and without bigger commercial interests. Um, our projects are more artsy, let's say, experiment, e experimental in the line of arthouse porn with influences of feminist porn and queer porn, of course, because we're still integrated in those scenes. So I've seen quite a bit, but it's so easy to get lost in your own assumptions, in your blind spots that I, I'm still trying to spend as much time as I can with papers and books and research and contributing my part to porn studies as well which I think I can do best with my practical approach. I also think I can help most in porn productions with my theoretical insight on the other hand. But for porn studies, well, and I also try to contribute with um, promoting the field a little bit, like I try with this interview series. So who started it all was Linda Williams, who was a film studies scholar from Berkeley. And she was writing about musicals at the time. And not only, uh, she only wanted to write one article, um, trying to figure out how much of her theories of musicals she could apply to it. Um, you know, there's a story and there's the numbers in musicals and you can analyze how they integrate and the same goes for porn more or less, the stories and the numbers. And she started with an article, but then a whole book came out and that kind of laid foundation on what we know now as porn studies. By the way, she also gave the name to the field, porn studies, but she doesn't like the name. But, well, we'll let her explain that herself. Um, you know, Porn studies is not really a science of its own, it's more of a field and it can be approached in a lot of different ways from people coming from literature, film studies, philosophy, 
whatever it may be, it's an interdisciplinary field. So I'm an academic outsider, kind of, so there's not much I can say about the recognition of the field, but still the fact that there's a journal around, named, even named porn studies, is a quite good sign that it's getting more and more accepted. And with Clarissa Smith and Fiona Atwood, we're going to hear from the two founders of the journal. What I can tell is that there are still problems. So when you do porn studies, people, probably your family, will find it more weird than when studying English literature in the Victorian age, for example. Though there's a lot of porn there too. John Mercer will tell us more about that. And also in the academic world, it's not always easy. For example, I've been having a fight during my studies. I was still a student with a renowned cultural studies professor and he was researching hip hop. And he had troubles explaining the use of his work to classic sociologists. But still, in the end, he did the same to me. Because for him, porn was just dirty entertainment, a commercial endeavor. And if I was looking for anything else than that, I was just falling into the traps of the marketing of a billion dollar industry. That was his exact words. I reminded quite well. Even though the sociologists were telling him the same about hip hop. And then another time at the conference, a principal tried to stop my lecture because it was showing explicit material. So, you know, they were having porn studies there at the conference, but they were getting cold feet um, when, when it was actually seen what we were talking about at the university. Well, the first steps are always the hardest, and I guess we're still taking baby steps. I hope you found that intro interesting. You will find more specific information and will get to know the experts in the interviews. It's Linda Williams, John Mercer, Clarissa Smith and Fiona Atwood. Um, and don't forget to subscribe if you like it. You can also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, on Instagram um, if you want to get connected. And you can send me a message and let me know what else you would find interesting about this. So, enjoy! This was Patrick Catus, Busi from Vienna. You'll find more information on porn-studies.com, like video interviews, book recommendations and porn guide. In the next episode, you'll hear the interview with Linda Williams, pioneer of the field, who also invented the name Porn Studies, but she'll tell us why she actually doesn't like to call Porn Studies, Porn Studies. Let's connect on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Let me know what you think about this project and what you would like to hear about next. This is Patrick Catus. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.